headset. I got a webcam. So, ready for some sweet, sweet Florinda love on the webcam. Oh boy. Hey, by the way, it's me. Now, Florinda can do ASMR. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> I was looking for sound effects last night for the show, and I was looking for like wood sound effects, and I thought maybe that's not the best thing to put in the church part. And all I was oh, getting was like men sitting in a chair, like hitting pieces of wood together, and it was like ASMR. And I'm like, I was more grossed out by the like of his mouth. Oh like, yeah. Why, like why are you slapping your lips together while you're hitting like wooden knobs together? That was really disturbing. So I'm like. I'm just gonna go with the music. I'm just gonna go with the music more. This is getting a little too weird. By the way, I got a whole story. Huh? I got a whole story about my freaking power supply. Okay, oh, real God. quick. I have one quick question for Esme. Yeah. Are we keeping track of the overall episode number as well as the season two episode number? You know, number? I, I think I want to start that way, but I really have a feeling it's not going to really work out that way. <laughs> so, okay, so what was the last episode of Rated Arc we recorded? What what are you guys what are your guys' thoughts? Should we do like I season mean, two episode one like start over? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. it's kind of a clean sweep, you know. We're yes, coming back. But I also I don't want to like lose track of how many episodes we've recorded total, kind oh, of thing. Okay. Oh, you yeah. know. Oh, that's weird. You know how to do math? <laughs> you, you know, so I do know how to do math. Thank Man. you. Okay, then you should be good. So we'll put in parentheses sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, that's great with me. I like it. <laughs> Oh, we'll Anything before out. season two, episode one is yeah. prior. Yeah, there you go. Oh, all right, cool. So, so for um, my own purposes, what episode is this? <laughs> this is season two, episode one. Thanks, Esme. You You're know welcome. that's not what I meant. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. It's all a blur. Is it all um, on the pod bean? Let me look. Episode, yeah, it should be on the thing. Season two, episode. By the um, way, yeah, I do want to point one thing out. Yeah. Just for the sake of argument. Oh, good lord. <laughs> that um, you did say season two for Rated Extra, but still called it episode 14. Oh, I know. Oh, I did my that. god. Oh, Let my consistency. god. Is it, is it there? Consistency. Hey, hey oh, I came out of my the vagina god. inconsistent, and that's how I'm going to die. <laughs> I swear to god, like. I am I am a nitpicker's worst nightmare. I will give you lots of material. Nobody wants consistent vaginas. That's just <laughs> uh, nobody I'm wants that. Not sure how we got there, but okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we love you too, Electron. If you didn't point it out, Cricket would. So yeah, here Started, we go. Right? Ten minutes late already. Okay, so we have City is introing the show. So I'm gonna hit the intro right now. I'm wearing my birthday suit, and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Oh shit, I'm eating freaking narco berries now. <laughs> but, I am not doing myself any favor. Might a bit off more than I can chew here. There's a bad one in this bunch. You guys want me to teach you about mushrooms? I am so close yeah. to death. I I've got a broken leg. <laughs> The only way that you survive is uh, by being smarter than some of the other people. What the heck? It, what is digging holes in the ground? It's digging holes in the ground. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. By the way, this is explicit. Welcome, welcome survivors to episode two. 
Fantasy Island. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the Art Survival Evolving Podcast. Today is March 1st, 2018, and we are a CRR gaming group hosted podcast. So that means the voices can change each week, but the discussions and the roundtable discussions will always be about art. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, and adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedart at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedart on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed and get our show notes, www.ratedart.com. And you can apply to join us in-game at www.crossrealmrebellion, all one word, dot com. And... First, we'd like to introduce everybody here tonight. This is City. Um, I wanted to be in at least on season two, episode one. Um, hopefully, I can stick around for some more. Absolutely. But uh, I'm going to turn it over to who's next in line here. Leave Esme. Okay, go. Oh, right. I'm Esme. We're going. We're just going to share our hours in game too if you guys want to do that just for fun um sounds great yes right i i am esmeralda you know you may may have remembered me from last season <laughs> that i have three thousand four hundred and thirty four hours in arc so far and so Palloon. far being the operative word <laughs> yes i'm Falloon. i'm gonna be regular on the on this show and very happy to do that i've got about thirty five hundred hours in arc all right cricket this is cricket i'm back for the show I uh, got, according to Steam, 2902 hours, but I know some of that is idle time, but around almost 3,000. What happened to Foe? And Foe. I didn't see him on the paper, so I, didn't, I was giving <laughs> him time. You guys are all a bunch of all crackheads. I know. 3,000 plus hours. <laughs> what does it matter with everybody? Hey, I thought it'd be fun. Our, our I have 3,225. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just, because ours is bigger than yours, you just didn't want to share it with us. So uh, I know. Exactly. I had to be I, like, call you guys out. You guys, I, crazy I addiction. Was, I was going to, I never get to size my penis up with other people. You guys get to your whole I life. rounded mine I down, by the way. You, you can't, you're just to. inverted. I know, it'd be really weird. But, all right, so we're going to go with Goon. And this is City. I got 2811. Oh, hey, City. Goonie. Let's see. Oh, hey, yes. I have 2,309. <laughs> Barely started playing at all. Hey, I, this is just inspired by our fellow ARC podcasters, the archaeologists. They do a podcast on YouTube. And I always think it's cool when they share their hours. Because you like to know who wants to take advice from somebody being like, I'm on an ARC podcast. I've been playing for two and a half hours. Get out of here. <laughs> Go away. Go to the bathroom. So, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun. Jeez. So, yeah, um, I'm Electron, by the way. Um, I'm Electron! And uh, I feel I feel rather inadequate. I have uh, 431 hours in ARC. Hey, you're better than the two-hour guy blah, I was just talking blah. about. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> fast son, learner and my a great public speaker. The other day when I was <laughs> looking at my total hours, that, that's 2902 on PC ARC. I also have a bunch on Xbox ARC. Oh, well, there man. you go. There you go. See, he's a professional at this sizing them up stuff. <laughs> right here. Starting to see and, a little pattern. And, and, oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I, I forgot. have no idea what this is going to do. I forgot all the times I'm at work and I daydream about Ark. Yes. So really, yes, I, that I got more about 4,500 hours. Anyway. <laughs> well, when you count the offline time when I'm pulling out the graph paper and drawing things for Ark, then it, it adds up even more. Okay, okay. okay anyway, it is 9.15. I'm going to try to help keep moving. us on track here. <laughs> 
we're going to uh, <laughs> we're going to do our loot drop, which is our time for shout outs. Here we go. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the shout outs we can't live without. Oh yeah, come on, yeah. Radar's talking to you. You're talking to us. Yeah, yeah, time for shout outs. That was, Wait, I, was, was that was that like a, a weird version of Bobbert? Yeah. Okay. Bobbert That's my new you? favorite intro. <laughs> Drunk karaoke That's by far my new favorite intro. <laughs> okay, so I didn't scour anything because we've been gone for so long, but I do want to say, um, I believe it was Justin Tata uh, wrote us in and wondered, where are you guys at? So we would give a shout out to you, Justin, for checking the pulse with us, man. Want to give some love to our Twitter follower, American Zombie. Uh, he has had a little bit of a rough go in his RL, and he was really excited that we were coming back. So um, we hope that you're doing well and things are looking up and thanks for checking in with us. And thank you, everybody else who is still listening and playing ARC and, or not and still liking the listen. We want to give you guys a lot of love. You know what's crazy? What? I actually got a couple of private messages also from people oh, on Facebook. Oh, no. Did you? And, because on Facebook, I go by Render on Facebook. So, ah. I guess some people took the time and looked up Render and they sent a few uh, PMs wondering what's going awesome. on. Creepy stalkers. Uh, I mean, if you make your Facebook name the same as your in-game <laughs> name and your radio yeah, name, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like you're going to, you know, that's kind of part of the package. <laughs> Well, there you go. So, are you going to share any of them with us, or are you just giving them a general way to, you know, thanks for checking in? I'm giving them a general thanks for checking in, and okay. um, because I don't have, you know, my my Facebook open because I don't want to be rude to the podcast. Oh, that works. That works. All right. Now we're going to. Um, Is shine. it your computer broke? <laughs> I think he picked it up. I think he got it back. Oh, I think he got it okay. Fixed. Can we take a quick yes. one second tour? Quick, yes, quick couple quick. of seconds. Um, so I'm all ready. I get my computer. I go pick it up. I walk it back to my house because the guy, the uh, shop is like four blocks away. So I carry my tower all the way back home finally. So amped to play Ark. I was trying to play on my laptop. Me and Fel were up until like three, four in the morning one time. And this would not load on my laptop. And I'm so excited. I get it going. I turn it on. The power supply goes on and goes right back down. Oh, man. So the power supply that this yokel put into my computer was a bad power supply. It wasn't the same one. It wasn't making the grinding noise, but it powered on. Literally, it, it gave me a little tease. It showed me my Windows symbol for like a second and then just snapped off. Oh, gosh. So wow. I, I rate. I stormed in there and I was like, you made me wait all this time. Just give me my cash back. So I returned it. He didn't want to give me my money back. He's like, no, I got to give you a store credit. I'm like, a store credit? You're a repair shop. So what? So I get more of your shoddy repair service? No, thank <laughs> right? you. I don't want your store credit. Exactly. So That sucks, man. After, you know, just telling this guy I refuse to store credit, he eventually gave me, gave, gave me the cash back. And I was able to leave there. And I just went to Amazon. And I just did it myself. I just I I uh, hooked up with a Prometheus, and I freaking just sent in for one myself. That's coming tomorrow, so I'm getting a legit Corsair power supply tomorrow. Cool. And I'm just gonna install it myself. I don't even know why I didn't do that in the first place. What a pain. Well, it's a good thing that yeah, old Promo was there to help you out and get this but, situated. You know what that did do? Since I was on Amazon, 
I was like, might as well get a snowball, Mike. 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 Might as well well, cool. Congratulations. So I think you'll, you'll probably have that back faster than what it took you to... You've been waiting forever for like months, haven't you, just to get this other situation fixed? Yeah, and then when I looked it up on YouTube, I was like, why didn't I just, just do it myself? Yeah, it's I so think it's easy. pretty much like a plug, <laughs> plug and play right kind of a deal. I think. That's it. You just plug yeah. in the stuff to your power supply and you're done. I don't even know why I didn't do it. Well, now you know. It's all learning experience. All right, like like this um, intro right here. Fresh from Georgia. You know, I just really upped my game on these intros. Oh, that was intense. I got nervous. <laughs> This is about Pixar. Have you guys read up on anything like this? The Pixar game? A little bit. Pixar info is from, uh, more info on, is from an interview between Player One and Snail Games executive producer Peter King. I uh, just pulled out some information from the interview that I thought was interesting because they're not going to tell you this stuff right in the little um, description of the game on the websites. So Pixar also differs from its predecessor by making conscious attempts to be less of a time sink. Um, they're saying that a typical... Now, the funny thing it, in this article is that the Snail Games executive producer, Peter, is kind of like throwing shade a little bit, in my opinion. Like, he, they see all the things that are kind of... Um, hard and time-consuming and Ark Survival Evolved, so they're like, Pixark is going to be so much better than that. Because he said a typical 12-hour wait time to tame a Giga, for example, it will just be a few minutes long in Pixark. And a two-hour trip to, to restock gasoline will be replicated as a 15-minute diversion. The short burst philosophy ties into dino ownership, too. Now, this is the... this I was reading on the forums, so there's not a lot of people happy about this part, but I don't see like it's that big of a deal. Um... Unlike Survival Evolved, Teams and Pixar will only last for a maximum of three days. It's a tweak that Peter King thinks will rectify one of Ark's biggest design flaws. He envisions a path that makes dinosaurs easier to tame, but with a limited duration gain. And he said that we felt like the whole dinosaur farm concept was a poor design choice because it encouraged players to stockpile hundreds of dinosaurs for no reason. It created the scenario where players felt compelled to go online and feed the dinosaurs or they would die. He said having an attachment to your dinosaurs is great, but it'd be a lot more fun if you had to tame raid-focused dinosaurs before each raid, he explained. In this way, Pixar strives to address lasting issues that both Snail Games and Studio Wildcard acknowledged during the upcoming games development process. So what we're getting with Pixar then is a game built as an homage to war to uh, Minecraft that encapsulates only the best and most digestible parts of Survival Evolved. So, what are you guys? I kind of like this. I kind of think it sounds cool. I think that sounds really cool. And it's is um this gonna look like a like 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 a Minecraft type game? Yes. Yeah. From the pictures Which, I saw, yeah, it kind of looks like Minecraft Robloxy type uh, yeah feel to it. You know the only thing that I see in this whole thing that I have an issue with is up in that first paragraph there where it says you uh, you ride a mighty T-Rex and you blast your foes. Foe, how come you're not taking offense to this? Because <laughs> he's, right 
No, no, I think he's <laughs> go along with this. He's he likes being render. blasted. Because I'm the full render. Because I will rend my friend. <laughs> I forgot that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, Goon and I were having a conversation just this this evening. I was like, you know what? I wish um Ark Survival um evolved had graphics like World of Warcraft because I'd be like, you could play the game and your machine won't be like chugging along the whole entire yeah, time yeah exactly well so, you know that's that's uh has to do somewhat with optimization too like, i know but it's easy to optimize a game like world of, like like a yeah, world of warcraft because the sure. graphics you know, it's more... like this way easier to optimize so i'm i'm guessing that this you know you know minecraft looking arc will be way easier on someone's machine oh and you'll get God. a lot more people to like rock out everything on high graphics because you know it's not going to be super high graphics anyway well if we you have think to remember about it, world of warcraft is, is a finished product and we're still in early access yeah. uh, no we're out no, we're not. It's, really it's early release well, i know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's still the going joke oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. like, we uh, change one power supply and now you're a computer expert uh i was gonna say actually though isn't this coming out on the switch as well yeah, I tried to find that article for that, and I couldn't. It is coming out in the Nintendo Switch, because I know we were talking about it in Discord, and we're all really excited, and then I was trying to find it, and I was hoping one of you guys would add Hey, something. I got I'm it. happy Let you me, did. Uh, I've got a link for you. Awesome. That will get me, that will get me to buy a Switch, because if I could play that on the train and, and like, at work, that would be right. cool. Right. Yes. That's Stardew Valley. It's breathed, it's breathed a lot of life. Um, I mean, Stardew Valley was doing really good anyways, but the minute it hopped on that Switch, it's, like, took off. So I imagine this is going to be a thing. The funny thing is when you said, Bo, that you wish that it had like a World of Warcraft kind of graphics, it's funny because it, it is, it's like they went from one extreme to the other and they forgot the middle. You know, like, you don't have to go all the way to Minecraft, you know what I mean? I know, why are you dumbing it down like all the way, right, exactly. Right, I agree with you. Because like there are games like that already, like Minecraft and even um, the one I like, Portal Knights is very much like that. You know, it's kind of already been done, but with these other graphics, it would have been better. But I guess they're going for ease, maybe. Or the fact that it can be on the Switch. Or, you know, maybe that's just making it. Because um, Stardew Valley's pixel, like that is. So so that's that. And um, we're going to hop over. Oh, he did put the Switch in. The, the link is in the show notes, if you guys want to check on that. And also, oh, you said that there was, oh yeah, the Ark Park VR cricket. Let me is back up just a little bit. I, I got to, um, I'm the old timer in the group. Back yes. in the 70s, when we got, my, my parents got us a, uh, a console, everything was side scroll and very pixelated. Right. So, you know, when I go through and I look at my, uh, like Steam queue or whatever that is, you go through and you look right. for different games. And a lot of games are, uh, you know, pixel style or side scrolling games. I'm like, man, I, I want to go back to the 70s. Yeah, I can <laughs> see where that would be annoying. But um, I went, I, it was, uh, Pixar was in my, uh, my Steam queue. And I looked at it and looking through all the pictures, it doesn't really look that bad. And I mean, it's still arc, you know, it, it's right. kind of cool. It'd be a nice cool change. I think I would like to try it out. I, I think so. I think so. Although it's like, but, you know, you they, they um, do want to cut off all the things that, like, take a lot of time. I'm just curious if that's going to be too much. Like, if they go that way too much. Cause, yeah, I think you so. Know, there are things that people like to do, like mating dinos. Like, if you're going to have something for, like, a uh, few days, I guess you're not going to mate them. You're not going to have the whole mating, and you're not going to have the mutations. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be taken out of the game. Which, you know, aren't, you know, a lot of players aren't going to like that. 
One or more. maybe what it is is yeah. you will be mating, and essentially instead of uh, using the dino that you tame, you'll just be using its bloodline forever and ever. So you're, you know, you mate it, and then you t- you you have its its son or daughter for three days, and then you get that one son and daughter. So that way you, you know, you're eventually you're playing with the whole bloodline of the thing as it goes through. Maybe that's what it'll be. You could do it like that. And I don't know why That'll they have cool. to be all or nothing again. Like, why can't you have one, at least one tame dino to call your BFF and then have all the other freaking stuff, the raid specific dinos? Like, why does it have to be, you only get this for X amount of days and they're all gone? Because there is something to be said for people. They do like that. They do, like, every game that I play, I like to have that pet that follows me around. Like, we're an aberration. I like to throw the bulb dog up on my shoulder. Or we like to run around with... Anything, like even in the um on the other maps with like a Pago or a Compi or something. And like, why you got to take my dinosaurs away? Like that, I think that will get old for me, for me. Because I like to get attached to at least one dinosaur. You're, you're, it's your, your main dino. Yeah. I agree. I agree with you. I agree. That's something with me too. I like to have yeah. a couple of key dinos I love, you know. Well, did they like say anything about your character? Is your character going to be respun up every three days as well i don't know he didn't go into that much detail but i'm hoping this is supposed to come out in uh this month so i mean it'll be released in early access that's what i mean but it'll hopefully hopefully i'm gonna mess with it for sure though i'm gonna gonna check it out yeah yeah. that sounds like something i'd be probably interested in too and hopefully they allow you to host custom services like that which i'm sure they will if not right away eventually well, so are yeah. you guys not hearing me at all in TeamSpeak right now? Just, oh, no, we can hear you. Right now we do. If we're responding, it, we can hear you. But otherwise... Yeah, essentially when you're going on some of the, uh, I don't want to say long rants, but the long... Uh, when I'm reading the... The, the, the long yeah. speech you're reading, it, it cuts out partway through most of the time. I wonder why. That's so weird. Hmm. I don't know. We're being really, really quiet so you can edit it, though. Sorry. Thank well, you. Oh, see... <laughs> Well, I think if you get one of those new mics like Foe has, it might fix it. I have that mic, so I don't uh, think... I, don't know. I thought it might have uh-oh. been a team speech thing. I don't know. Send it back. Yeah. All right, Take it to the repair guy, Foe. <laughs> Cancel, <laughs> the Cancel the order. Cancel the order. Cricket wanted to add something about the Arc Park VR. Yeah, when you were talking about uh, Pixlark, it reminded me that I just noticed uh, about a week or two ago when I was looking into uh, getting a Vive, which did just come in yesterday. Um, I was working Woo-hoo. on setting that up before this started. Um but I saw about Arc Park VR, which comes out the 22nd of this month. Um, so it's a spinoff. I, I only know a little bit about it. I'll, look, I'll try to look into it more for next week. But it looks like it's a spinoff of Arc, uh, where you're going through kind of like, uh, I guess, like a zoo um, uh, with the dinos and maybe some more things like that. Uh, I don't have more information on it yet, but uh, it's something I'm definitely going to look into now that I'm going to have the VR system. So I can talk about that, that looks later. Like, that looks I've... like the type of game that you buy to like show off your vr to your friends probably yeah i, I believe we have talked about arc park yeah when it before. first was announced i remember we did but they I'm pick sure... up that poor little baby dino and like throw it in like one of the scenes this was so funny yeah but i, mean, I think they even was, changed a lot of stuff soon, too so yeah three weeks from now it'll be out. awesome well cool i'll be interested to actually get your feedback on it because i i didn't know you had a vr system so that would be cool like I said, see. it just came in yesterday for me, so wow, I haven't had a chance to play with it at you. all. Mainly, I, I'd mentioned it at uh, on the Rated Extra uh, that I was looking into getting it uh, for Subnautica. Right. So that was one of the reasons I'm getting it, and I finally bit the bullet and bought it. So. Awesome. It's like, tax return, I'm buying it. That's cool. That's cool. 
All right, so we got some changes in arc to catch up on. I just made some quick bullets. I went through the the um, show or the patch notes because they're really long now, but a lot of it's a little weird stuff, you know, than what we were used to back before we, you know, took our hiatus. So um, on the 10th of February, turrets were hard numbered, limited to 100. This means that you will not be able to have a build over 100 turrets within a 10k unit radius. However, existing setups with over 100 turrets will still function as normal until the 18th of February. So this has happened um, when they will enable the hard limit, which will retroactively disabled and randomly selected. That will suck. That, that That's funny. Suck. Oh, God. Turrets that are over 100 limit from functioning. Um, there's the patch notes and, and all that jazz that you can check on that. But hey, it's already happening. Uh, February 26th, they uh, released some information that extinction servers are now called Arcpocalypse servers. And they will be offlining some additional legacy servers on March 9th. So in eight days, if you are a player on the official legacy server network, please read the full post in the link that we have included um, for more information because it might be yours and it's ta being taken down permanently. Um, of course, your shit's not going to be there when uh, you get back. Right, no, right? That's so horrible. They're like, it's a legacy server. It's it's going to be gone forever. That's what they mean. Uh, Fortitude now provides some resistance versus the effects of the Rex Roar, and this resistance carries on to player-ridden Dinos too. The Giga, Giga is no longer raged by fall damage. Cooldown Aww. added to tribes changing... There's a cooldown that has been added to tribes changing their name, and I Good. looked... But I looked, and right now, nobody, from the forums, nobody can change their name at all. But there is a cooldown, um, and I've seen a lot of complaints where they, they can't change it. So it's like, instead of being like, there's a cooldown, right now it's like bugged so that you can't change it at all. But, I mean, really, you know. Um, and then a common question from Primitive Plus fans is about the lack of content on Scorched Earth and Aberration. They addressed it. They said for the TLC patch number two in March, they will finally be properly introducing the content to these maps so that Primitive fans will be able to take full advantage of the game modes on these maps. So there's that. And um, I did, like I said, looked at the patch notes. And for once, like this was blew my mind. It looked like PS4, PC, and Xbox all had the same notes given so i just added the recent ones that fell had shared um in our discord earlier they were all the same so that's cool i never thought i'd see the day when all three consoles had the same patch notes wow that's awesome I, yeah. i'm so happy about the switching your names of the tribes are you so happy about that they're, because they're it's really just, happy. <laughs> 90 percent 90 percent of the reason why people even did that was to be a little shy the snake Exactly. They exactly. can't be man enough or woman enough to stand behind their name and right. raid stuff. They have to they have to switch it and, and then attack and then switch it back. Right. It's too much of a punk where they're afraid to get some like recourse. It's like play the game. Like stop being right. that freaking baby about it. If you're gonna raid, raid and fight. Like don't raid and then not want to be, be raided back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna change my name because I'm a little I'm a little I'm a more meow meow. I wanna do bad things but not have consequences. It's just like offline yeah. raiding. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like that. So the patch notes to somebody, Will Electron, do you want to read these uh, current artificial server network server patch note thingy thingies? Is that a no? All right. So the, is he gone? Or no? All right. Current artificial server network servers, the patch notes fixed an exploit that allowed players to get through the map mesh. 
fixed an issue where fixed an issue where a second instance of certain boss fights could be started while someone was already inside. Rework extinction mode, save nuking to kill subfolders as well. Increased plant projectile damage by two and a half times. Projectiles do three times damage to durability of chest pieces while a glider is attached. Added logic to translate damage from player to their glider. Added 10 second cooldown between glides and lowered the glide speed by 40%. Oh boy. Seriously, like... I agree. Let us glide. Like, let us glide. Like, it's, what the hell? It's like I keep saying, the damn PvPers are screwing it up. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's once again the broad brushing of the PvPers. We've talked about this before. In every freaking game, there's PvE and PvP. They always are lazy and try to screw the pooch on everyone. Like, oh, time you talked over here? Well, but, everybody gets no recess today. It's like, but what? what can what is but that? what can you do? But what can you do with a with a glider that you can't do with a flyer? Like I don't get it. Well, aberration doesn't have flyers. Yeah, so and that's aberration there's no flyers. Part of what is is the gliding is pretty fast, so it's probably a way for them to just bypass all of the turrets by gliding in there. And you know, probably you know, I'm guessing since they put a cooldown, then they're probably something with gliding and falling and gliding again. I'm hoping that they realize. I just really wish they'd find a way to stop. Screwing everybody over because of something that's because I went to hit my stuff my, with a lot of bells and whistles and magic and all this stuff, and then PvP people just want to be balanced. Yeah, let them go be balanced on their own time. Exactly. What the hell? All right. So, <laughs> so, uh, and there was a tweet directly for PS4 survivors. We are currently investigating an issue. This was yesterday. Um, we are currently investigating an issue affecting our PS4 official servers. Please stay tuned for more information. Arc transfers have been temporarily disabled while the team worked on the problems. And then they followed up saying that they did identify the problem and they were preparing to deploy their PS4 official servers with a rollback. So if you Ooh. play on PS4 and you log in and there's a rollback, this is why... They said um, they're they're getting everything ready for the rollback prior to the deployment, which was before the chaos. So they say, sorry for the inconvenience, everyone, and thank you for your patience. No and one likes the words rollback. I know, Nobody no one, that. no, no. So um, we will also be talking about the TLC uh, Dino Phase 1s that are coming out. And Electron, you're going to get us started. Yeah, I was uh, I was super excited about this. This was originally going to be, like, this is one of the things I put in for uh, the segment I wanted to talk about. But I think it's kind of cool that we expanded it to have everyone uh, read a little yes. bit about it. So um, uh, this is a little bit of... Well, not really old news, but uh, news from back in January um, where they started talking about the details on their Dino TLC patches. And uh, TLC passes, I should say. Excuse me. Um, but um, I'm kind of excited about this particular one because this is a, a, an animal that I enjoyed using a little bit when I finally found and caught one. Um, but they are doing a pass on the Procoptodon, which is basically the giant kangaroo. Um so it got a model update, an animation update, uh, a sound pass, and some new abilities. Um, it's going to take reduced fall damage. The carry weight will be noticeably increased. It can carry small creatures and baby dinos in its pouch. Uh, so that'll be cool. Um, you, I think there was something about you being able to put um, 
put baby dinos in there to keep them from dying and stay protected and all of that kind of thing. Uh, so that's kind of nice. I don't do much breeding, but maybe Cricket can chime in on that uh, and or Falloon. Um, uh, they add an aim jump, which can be used by holding down the jump key, um, which I'll have to mess around with that a little bit once I can find another one because I'm not really sure what they mean by that exactly. Um, I can speak to that if you want. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. I played with it. Uh, basically, it, you hold in the, the jump key, and then it gives you your crosshairs, and then you aim where you want to go, and it jumps pretty much to that area in a, you know, in a parabolic uh, fashion. So it's re- a lot easier to aim to go where you're wanting. Oh, that's really cool. Kind of like, you know, when you're shooting a crossbow or whatever, you know, you can kind yeah. of aim where you're going. So it, it makes it real nice. Cool. Um, they also did the same thing uh, to the Gigantopithecus, uh, which we'll talk about next. Awesome. Um, uh, the next thing is that carried characters in a pouch have reduced food consumption rate when carried by mate-boosted female procoptodons. So I'm assuming that means you have to have a male and a female near each other in order for that to um, go off properly. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> uh, someone's typing that it's an odd choice to make it that specific. Uh, yeah, that is a very specific set of requirements. Um, and the last new feature that's added is that babies are imprinted while in a carried crook. The babies <laughs> that are imprinted while in a carried procoptodon pouch receive more affinity. Um. So actually, I just for a second, I'd like to uh talk a little bit about um the different model on the procoptodon because before uh you know it was was kind of interesting looking you know it kind of had like a almost like a teddy bear look to its face especially um and now with this new pass they've changed it so that it kind of looks like a a real animal which is i'm super appreciative of (laughs) so uh, what was that city Oh, it gathers thatch like crazy. Mm. I can't oh, wait to, to see a little Jaboa sticking its head out of its pants. Yes. Like, <laughs> All right, I and that is it. it for the Procoptodon. Um, okay, I'm going to go read about the... Um, I can't say that word. Gigantopithecus. What is it? It's the Gigantopithecus. That's a Bigfoot. Anyway, it receives a model <laughs> update also, animation update, has new fur, a little more detailed, um, sound pass, and some new abilities. You know, I've never I've never tamed one of these uh, all the time that I've been playing, so I think I'm going to have to now, especially since they've introduced them on the Aberration server. I think it would be kind of cool to see them going on the uh, zip lines. Anyway, um, they will receive an armor degrading attack. Wow. This means when it fights, it'll do more damage to your armor's durability. Well, that isn't any good. It is important to note that the armor degrading degrading attack will not affect the Yeti creatures found in the game, which I haven't found those anywhere. Um, it added a, a capability to climb zip lines, but not jump between them. Oh, that would be cool if they could do that, like swinging. That would be, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it added a jump feature. It can now carry and throw small animals. I wonder how small. Throwing has been made more accurate, similar to the crabs with the targeting cursor and probably the uh, kangaroo now as well, too. Um, anybody got any more comments on that? Pets. Yeah, sure. I pets, like so. that you could 
also pick up Jaboas and throw them at Bo. This is <laughs> or, or you know, a big monkey can hold the little monkey, the Mesopithecus, and uh, you, you know, towers yeah. of monkeys. Yeah, and then and then he'll have uh, his own poop thrower. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. In fact, I think that was in one of the uh, intro videos they had for the TLC patch. Was that they had one of the Mesopithecuses on the shoulder throwing poop? So one thing to note about uh, the the Bigfoot carrying uh, one of the shoulder pets is the shoulder pet can be uh, damaged while it's on, the, on his uh, sh- shoulders uh, by just normal attacks. Unlike most things that are on your shoulders won't get hit when you're attacking like a dino or something like that. Um, so just something to watch out for if you're using that. And the way that you pick them up and drop them uh, while you are riding the Bigfoot, you will hold in the C button uh, since your right click is throw the rider, the left click is a normal attack, so mm. it's the the C, the tertiary. Um, but mm. the one that, that's so hey, so. hey, uh, uh, balloon or cricket? Do either one of you guys have one of these? Oh, I have oh, lots yeah. of these. Uh, yeah. I, if you had looked at the Discord earlier today, I just bred about twenty new ones. They're uh, adorable, too, man. Oh yeah, I did little, see that picture. Isn't that adorable? The little little pack of like teeny tiny babies are yeah. oh god they're so cute i agree i think it was Meloriums that said they should have a mod that makes them stay that small that would be adorable yeah that'd be cool. cool so if we i don't know if we have a spot set up to to put images or videos uh for the podcast but i can drop show that up. up there if we okay just put in the show yep. notes yep Awesome. And I didn't plan on it for being, I just threw your name in here, Foe. I didn't know that it was actually lining up with your most favorite animal in the game ever. Yeah, I looked at that. Oh, I figured that was a setup. I totally thought you did it on purpose. Nope, it just landed that way. So it's by fate. It knows. Your name, it's it's fate. So your turn to share. Everyone's favorite, my favorite, the Dahlia Bear. You guys all know. I'm a bear head. I love these things. So they're going to look a lot cooler. They get a Model update, new like animations, new fur, so they'll be even more cuddly than they were before, and <laughs> some new abilities. So, if you if you like ever running around and and you're like, hey, know what I need? I need some honey. But know what I hate? Getting stung by bees. <laughs> so what you do is now you could jump in your dia bear, go to the beehive, and the bees can't bug you. They literally can't sting you or knock you off the mount. You could just sit there and whack away at the beehive, collect all that sweet, sweet honey. Get and you get three times the, the amount. You're going to be swimming in honey. You have so much honey, you're going to be able to like, walk up to people like, hey, you need honey? I got you. <laughs> Take this my honey. forearm. So, okay. so is a bee voiced by uh, Jerry Seinfeld going to sue us then? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> and then... What makes this even sweeter, they could swim faster now. So now you could jump on the bear, go mm-hmm. grab some honey, and dip into the water before anyone even knows you were there. Right. <laughs> so that's really cool. That is really cool. And speaking of swimming speed, the uh, the Bigfoot actually is a pretty fast spin- swimmer, too. I don't know if it always was or not, but I was pleased by it. Awesome. All right, Fel. Well, the other okay. night. But... Oh, go ahead. You no, skipped I... me and my dire wolf. Oh, sorry. If I didn't know why. You, you, you keep skipping people tonight, Esme. At the clock, I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god. You know, we've had such Cricket a rough night. We're almost at ten o'clock, so <laughs> just pick. I don't think we're gonna hit our goal tonight because of all the craziness that the stupid team speak and I trade open. All right, cricket. Dire wolf time. My apologies. Oh, uh, for the 
for the mother or the you know, the highest one. Now there's a howl button uh, with the you know, the howl activates the pack buff, and when the alpha, the highest level of the pack, howls, then the rest of the pack will also. You'll see them do an animation that will howl, and that will uh, it'll strengthen the alpha and the pack. Um, so you you see cool. their their little fiery you know alpha type uh, graphic on them at that point, but they don't get it all the time anymore. Um, also, they have a, a, a passive buff uh, called Hunter's Instinct, and basically as creatures, um, or I assume people as well, uh, get less than 50% health, you start to see uh, a, a cross. Um, it's, a, it's like a little shield that it starts off, I think it's a yellow cross when they're under 50%, and then it gets darker and uh, more shades of... You know, more shades of red, so it gets the different shades of orange, and then it goes to red as they get lower and lower in health. And then if it's dead, it'll actually be uh, a white uh, symbol. Uh, and it, it shows up, it seems like it's pretty far away, and it, it you can see it through you know rocks and through trees and all that, so it's kind of neat to be able to actually hunt things down when they start running and all that. So it's a pretty neat ability. Um, and then it's a new uh, sniff trait, which is a tertiary ability, which, again, uh, you use the C button for that. Uh, kind of like some of the other new abilities they've added to things. And it will show you uh, nearby explorer notes or uh, buried or stealth creatures. I know it works for Prolovias that are buried. I'm assuming it works for Basilisks and stealth creatures. I'm assuming is stuff like the uh, the camouflaged uh, Rock Drake, but I'm not certain because I didn't test that to, to see. Um, mainly because the Rock Drakes are not native on the same areas where the the dire wolves are, so I never got a chance to test that, but I assume once they start getting into the same area, they'll be able to see each other, but um, that's it for the dire wolf updates. So, Crooked, uh, did you test how it does works on the, the Prolovios and the uh, Basilisk? I did not. Um, I want to say I, I did test on the Prolovias at one point, but I can't exactly remember what it looks like. Um, so I did not curious, test on, on bassins because you know, again they're not in the same you know bassins are aberration and wolves are not. I was just kind of curious what the what the graphic looks like because um, once you know what a buried perlovia looks like or a basilisk, to me they're hard to miss. So I, I don't know if it increases increases the range, gives you some kind of a graphic that kind of points at them or what. I think I don't know. It'd just be interesting to uh, see what that's like. A lot of these Dino TLC stuff is really exciting. I'm really happy to see that they're going through with this. Because even though we didn't get to like celebrate the launch of the game and all that exciting stuff that you know we wanted to do but we didn't get to do, this is kind of like a runner-up thing. I'm really excited to see that the dinos in the game are actually getting these little buffs and these little special things that make, make them stand apart. So I well, and we've, I'm excited we've been about talking that. about these for a long time, long, too, if I can remember, you know, <laughs> if I'm remembering yeah. properly. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think that's why it's it's so cool to see them actually do it. Now, if only they'll do their, uh, you know, primal survival thing or whatever it is. The... Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mr. Fell, I believe it's your turn. It is. Okay, so I'm going to read what's coming up next for the, the Rex. So it receives a model update, animation update, and some new abilities. Its roar should receive a cooldown and make non-allies under certain drag weight under a certain drag weight poop to act as a small stun interrupt. There will be a cooldown on victims so they cannot be poop locked continuously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, and I was thinking, geez, you know, it'd be really cool to to start up a business where like you can just go over to a neighboring um, 
tribe, you know, they pay you to roar at their when everybody's out and you can collect a lot of poop. Now yeah. with the sure cooldown and the fortitude, me. I don't know, right. it may not work. I think this is awesome. <laughs> anyway, cool. the roar will not be you able to scare now. anything above its level. And the roar will cause players to poop but not stun them. And then Rex's ability to climb over small rocks and steeper slopes have been improved. I love it. I love the humor that's in it too, you know. Yeah. Because you know if a dino roared in your face, you would crap yourself. And I think it's cool <laughs> that they, they are adding that in the game. That's really awesome. They also didn't mention it in the notes, but most of the people that uh, I was seeing that were doing uh, reviews of these said that the Rex also has a much better turning radius than it did before. Oh, cool. Um, so... Yeah, just better mobility in general, I think, which is a good thing since, you know, the Rex is used a lot, but it, you know, it has issues trying to get around places. Now the kicker is, did they keep it so that it goes through the dino gates? I haven't tried it to see, or if you have to actually Ooh, have a, a question. <laughs> I know, I'm curious now, I'll have to check. Oh, right. So I did um, include the YouTube video for the D- the Dino TLCs. If you guys haven't seen it, I put that in the show notes. And then we have the link to all this jazz in the show notes. We're going to be moving on. Mrs. Scarlet Fury foe. She, she got in her diary entry for you. So, you know, you better dust off those vocal cords because... Wait a second. Wait a second. Um, <laughs> I don't see it in the show notes. That's I what couldn't... I just said. Oh, it's there. I think you might just have to like refresh it. It's right after our Dino TLC stuff. I pasted it in there now. Oh, you just she did got, it. Okay. Yeah, she. I just did it because she got in TeamSpeak and poked me to let me know that she just emailed it and she forgot. So they're here. And here is our our favorite Scarlet intro. If you're in the mood to kick back and munch on some kibble and drink some of old Luminance crazy concoctions, while listening to a great tale, you've come to the right place, I reckon. This is the Scarlet Fury Diaries. Ha! I've done many things in Ark. Sailed the seas, flown through the skies, stalked the lands, and been killed hundreds of times along the way. I decided it was time to hatch my first wyvern. I know that many of my fellow survivors have done this many times with ease. I can now put wyvern hatching on my long list of things I'm not good at. Firstly, stealing eggs while flying a a petrodon is extremely difficult. Once I stole an egg, I got back to the base and promptly ate it. I had to go back and get another one. Then I had trouble hatching it. I didn't have air conditioners and so lazily settled for campfires. I got stuck on them and was burnt to death. This happened twice. Then finally, my weaver hatched. Thankfully, I raised it without a problem. I went into this endeavor hoping to spice up my life, and boy, did I get what I wished for. <laughs> Yours truly, Scarlet Fury. Aw, thank you, Scarlet. <laughs> it's good to get a letter, a diary entry from you, Scarlet. And what's also good is getting back in the saddle with my BFF goon, my roomie, my roommate in Olark. Are you ready to to uh, talk about the basilisk? Sure. All right. Well, hey, let me find our intro. You know, go, oh, oh, where, where, where's it at? Oh, here it is. Come on down to Dinosaur City. Your one-stop shop for help with all your plots. 
moving on items that cover all your needs, from arms to alarms, from intimidating to intimate. Well, hello there. Look at you being all sexy, staring at me with those hungry eyes, like you could just eat me up. So come on now, Judas or City. We can help you. To help yourself, pick the title that's right for you. And remember, we have a special every week, and this week's special is... Basilisk. Basilisk. What are they? Basilisk. 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 What are they? Basil. 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 It's a carnivore that waits hidden underground for its prey to approach before it springs out an ambush. Cricket, take it away. So once you learn what you're looking for, it's kind of like a, the Perlovia. You kind of can't miss it. But it's a dirt pile with these three spikes that kind of stick out from it. Oh, um, boy. That they actually have a pretty far distance before they see you. Um, I remember when I first saw one when I uh, got on the server, it was right next to one of the uh, the charging stations, and I was just walking up, and then all of a sudden this huge snake—it's probably about you know five times the size of a titanoboa uh, in in girth and not quite length, but in girth, uh, and it's pretty big. Um, and then it has a ranged attack, which is nasty to watch out for. It's sort of like the poison wyvern. It shoots a poison spit, and then that will explode into a cloud of poison. And I wanted to test it before I put the notes in, but the gas mask does seem to work. And uh, having a full hazmat suit, um, I didn't test with just the helmet, but uh, having a full hazmat suit also helps to not take the, the poison damage uh, when he shoots you with it. Well, there's oh, some big right. ass snake. I'll tell you that right now. How do we tame these things, Goon? How do we tame them? Well, the Dodo X user tip is get yourself a rock drake, a Kirkonis, a Spinosaurus, Spinosaurus, or any other creature usually ignored by this creature. You dismount it, gain its attention, and then mount again. Drop a fertilized rock drake egg from your inventory and proceed just to circle around the basilisk until it loses interest in you and wait for it to eat the egg. Do this on an interval and repeat. And on um, the Dodo decks and the Arc Arc Wiki, um, it says that they are a passive tame. They per- their preferred food is the fertilized rock drake, which I think uh, you're right, Cricket, because I've noticed some um, discrepancy with like it. It literally is just a fertilized rock drake egg, but on a lot of the sites, it's like. That's what it prefers, or or it just says fertilized egg. It doesn't specify fertilized. Even Dodo Dex was yeah, off their game on that. I know. Because I remember when Prometheus first set up his server when Aberration first dropped. I think it was Promo or somebody else. I can't remember who exactly it was was testing and trying to take one of these things and was using a lot of the different types of fertilized eggs and it didn't seem to eat anything until they finally got the Rock Drake egg. So that's why I said I think that's the one that it actually. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be so. For some reason, like a lot of the um, internet stuff that I've seen has not been updated to just the fertilized rock drake egg. But uh, in the Dodo Dex user tips, they do specify that. So, so it's out there. But don't think that just any fertilized egg is going to do. Um, there's also oh, they can be found on the aberration map. And it says that they are, and this was, I was hoping you guys might have a little bit more information about it because um, it says that it spawns at an uncommon rate in the portal and rarely in the edge areas. They can damage thatch and wood. So are there other areas that you guys find these in more? Because I want to say that Melorium um, tamed one the other day on our bottom area. Is that considered the portal like where we started on Aberration? Is I think it was like the fertile something we live in. The fertile lake, or what was it? Uh, I mean, there's actually a uh, spawning area called the portal, and it's up in the area where you see a lot of the metal and the 
the tech areas. And if you go to that area, I don't know if you, how much you've explored, but you see kind of Stargate-looking things. And so that's the area that's the portal. And yeah, it seems like in that area is where they are more common than other areas. Um, it's funny that one of the you know, kind of more deadly creatures spawns in the fertile zone, which is the green zone, oh, okay. um, and less often in the blue and red, but I seem to find it most in the green zone. Yeah, what I noticed when uh, we had our first aberration map up when I was playing around with these was they spawn in, they like to spawn up in these really high ledge areas. There's just a lot of them, and I think that's probably why they hang out in the portal area, because the portal area is kind of a upper area, you know, ledgy type place. Oh, okay. um, But they, they, I see them on the smallest little ledges. I've seen them on the, the kind of orangish looking crystals that are poking out the sides of the walls. Um, uh, but they, they also spawn along the river, too. But, oh, um, wow. Yeah. And what a lot of that makes me wonder, though, is um, it seems what, you know, what I've noticed and I think others have is a lot of times when stuff spawns in, it seems kind of drop from the ceiling. Um, so I wonder if it might kind of be a bug that they're spawning in the green zone more often just due to the, the coding mechanisms of spawning and they basically they land and then they, they burrow right where they're at. Oh. So I wonder if that's why they, they show up in a lot of the weird areas. But I mean, it Probably. might be intentional, but it might also just be, you know, sloppy coding that, you know, strikes again. Well, oh, you, right. you see a lot of uh, um, dinos that land on top of the, um, the big, tall mushroom trees. That's that's pretty hilarious. You know, we've talked before about how there'll be a, a dino up there. It may, might be an ankylo or something like that. You go cut it down, it just sits there. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you chop the tree and it's still hovering. Yeah, I could well, see that would be a thing. And uh, back when Prometheus had his map up, uh, one day I think, <laughs> oh, and I were watching a, uh, a roll rat that looked like oh, it was yeah. climbing the side and it would like burrow into the a tree. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> All right. So, Mr. Goon, I think you have another Dodo Dex user tip to share. Yeah. Aberration survival rule number one. If you see a strange bee in the ground, run for your life and don't look back. <laughs> and I am a Dodo Dex two. Number two user tip. They added when it is underground, it does use stamina, which means it cannot be underground permanently it is extremely fast when it is underground and untargetable and when underground it will be blocked by structures such as walls foundations rocks etc so have you found that have you guys found that to be true too yes you can't actually go like underneath a wall when you're when you're riding underneath it will block it oh okay and you had some more information to add in cricket yeah my tips are just on my own tips uh one of them is when you're riding underground, uh, if you are actually riding it, you're, uh, you'll notice that your oxygen is being used, being consumed. So uh, don't get drowned when underground. Oh, that would be really bad. Um, but also, uh, I've, I've seen people report that if they're riding their basilisk and they're inside water, like inside a lake or uh, a river floor, and they burrow, that they've fallen through the mesh and their basilisk has basically fallen to its death. Oh and, no! Uh, that is, you know, very nasty, especially if you're on uh, official service or something like that, where you don't have access to admins to try to recover it or anything like that. So just because, um, yeah, I've noticed that when I've, you know, when I've used admin commands and ghosts under the mesh, that underneath the water it seems like there's nothing, whereas underneath the land there seems to be a little more give of, you know, not falling to your death. Um, so just watch it if you're if you're burrowing underwater. 
Do you lose your stuff when you get drowned in the ground? I haven't tested it. Uh, it's just like, how would you get your stuff? Go. Like, how would you get it? Would be gone. Yeah, I don't know what expert... happens to your corpse. I'll have to test that later. My and would just snake by too, or can you whistle it? Maybe the snake actually doesn't die. Um, I never noticed that the sound actually goes down uh, while it's just burrowed. I mean, if you're underground, if you're burrowed and moving, then yeah, the sound is going to go down because it's moving. But you can go and you can just you know uh, you know radio wheel it and tell it to bury and underground, and it will stay underground as long as you want. Um, so the snake won't die if it's underground. It can be under there for as, as long as it needs to oh, be. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah, I have not tested to see what the corpse have, what happens to your corpse if you die. Faux science, get back with us. Get back with us. I will. We have a new tip segment hosted by Mr. Falloon, and here we go. Okay, we thought it'd be nice to add a series on admin duties, tools, and server setup. So I worked out a series on that topic. And uh, first, um, kind of a question. It's probably um, like talking politics or religion, but I'm going to do it anyway. So what does it mean to be an admin? And, you know, obviously this is my opinion. I try to model myself uh, and how I try to model myself and is really what I like about the various admins that I've been around. Uh, so, basically, you know, the, the, probably the first and foremost thing uh, is that you serve the community, uh, which means that um, you could be in the middle of something that you you know really want to do. Yeah, I mean, you let's say you were at work or at school or whatever, and uh, it, you know you had this thought about what you were going to do when you got home, and and you had it all planned out, and you get you start going, and somebody has a problem. And it's just part of the game. You know, people still get stuck. They have dino issues, or the game glitches, and you get their stuff back. It's uh, just part of part of the deal so um it's it's about helping the other other people that are in the game and but not too much um that, you know don't give them everything but uh yeah so anyway uh the first tip um is if someone is stuck or their dino is stuck it's easy to get their dino back if they are mounted and then the admin can teleport that player to, to him um, and that is if they can get on, if they can be mounted. Um, if not, then, you know, it's back to ghosting and stuff like that, which is kind of, kind of crazy. Or it can it be is. Crazy. It's a huge pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> It'd be nice to be able to just like teleport a dino to you. But, exactly. Um, yeah. And I, you know, it's so much easier when you're teleporting people to use show my admin manager, um, that you could probably type that out, but why type it out and type out the Steam ID 64 number that gives you carpal tunnel before you're done? Just go to Show My Admin Manager, uh, select the command, select the person, and then execute it. It's pretty easy. And that's all I had for, for this um, That is a good show. tip. And it will definitely, if you're, if you're admitting the server, you will run into this a lot. So that's a good Absolutely. place to start. Good place to start. All right, we're going to be moving into tip time where we're going to fire off our tips and then close out the show. And here we go. We have a punching trees tip from Goon. Yes, I'm punching some trees. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, my punchy tree, I, is, you know, when you first arrive on the beach, a lot of people start off building a little shack, you know, which is smart. But when you reach a level 16, consider building yourself a raft. A raft will take you away from a majority of the dangerous animals on land. And it's also, you know, a great starter house. You know, you can go around, you can gather mats easier. You know, if there's nothing in your area, you can move down the, in the water to find a place where it has the mats that you need. You know, you can uh, use it for a quick getaway if something's chasing you. Just jump on. The raft will outrun most dinos. And you can put foundations down and make a nice shack. Put all your crafting tables and your forges in to get you a good solid start. Just remember, you know, you don't want to venture too far out of the water because the, I think they pronounce the lead, lead, the whales. Lead, lead zickies. Oh, the lead zickthis. Yeah, lead zickthis. Yeah, the whales. Well, actually, they'll hunt you down and destroy your boat. (laughs) Which we've seen firsthand. Yeah, I think that happened in the first day that Esme went out on a raft after they were added. Yeah, because it was Goon and I were like, hey, we need to make a raft, and we need to go find the nearest leads, and we need to see what happens. Let me tell you. It's Wasn't like, that when we were on a uh, plane on an official the, 36 yeah, or whatever? It yeah, it was primitive. Primitive plus one. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. We were doing uh, official primitive plus one. Oh, gosh, it was, it was fun. Definitely want to have a bonus raft in your pocket, though. Or something. <laughs> If you plan on going out to test it, to faux science that you want to have like a bonus raft, so you can just pop that puppy in. It. But you want to wait. You want to swim away a little distance and then pop it out and then get out of there because it's a little sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing with the raft, though, you have an 88 structure limit. And I think the limit is only eight walls high, as high as you can go. Yeah, it's not that much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I wish there wasn't a limit to height. And it doesn't go in reverse. But you can hide the sail by hitting the E key. You hide your sail and you know, hide it or show it however you want. Most times you want to hide it, it makes it easier when you're building onto it. And if you happen to get stuck in a river or something, look under it for a rock or log that you might need to break to get free. That's usually the problem. And then any animals that can use a platform saddle will not go on a raft. They slide right off the side. So any, the parasaur, the, the Quetzal, anything used the platform saddle, can't cannot go on a raft. That's a good thing to add. I'm glad you added that. Now, uh, I've only used rafts a little bit, but they are not affected at all by weight. Is that correct? Yeah, there's um, no, no weight limit on them. That's my thought. Oh, right. So we're going to move on to Pimp My Hut. I'm, I'm sad I didn't come up with a Pimp My Hut intro, so we're just going to have to do our generic main topic. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have a tip for the Pimp My Hut section, which you might find interesting because I have not been known up to this point as being a proficient builder. So Um, true. But I've wanted to start, and I started messing around with S Plus a little bit, Structures Plus, um, on Floon's Ragnarok server, and I found out some interesting things about how it works. So if you've messed around with Structures Plus at all, 
you will notice that uh, the snap points can maybe be a bit wonky. Uh, I mean, if you played Ark at all, you can notice the snap points would be a little bit wonky. But um, specifically with Structures Plus, if you are building a multi-story house and you've got your foundations down and you build a couple, you know, one or two layers of walls and then you put a ceiling on top, if you then go on top of that ceiling and you try to put another wall on top, it will try to snap to um, one of two points. Um, and, uh, so you, you know, if you're not really paying attention, you start putting walls down and you're, then you look at it when you're done, it's like, oh, well, my walls uneven. Some of them are higher than the other. What the heck? Um, so, uh, I, I did a little bit of testing and I found out that it's because both the ceiling and the top of the wall just below it have snap points. And it's something of a toss-up which one your new wall will pick to snap to. Uh, in fact, even if it shows that it's going to snap uh, in the higher position, sometimes it will snap to the lower one and vice versa. Um, which may be more of an issue with Arc than with Structures Plus, but uh, having multiple snap points in uh, close proximity doesn't help much, unfortunately. But I did figure out a couple workarounds. If you want it to be flush with the top of the wall below... Uh, and this is the this is the easiest one to carry out. Uh, build the third level of the wall before placing the ceiling in the gap between the two. So you build your two walls, build a third wall on top of it, and then put the ceiling above the second wall that's there. Um, and that's that's the easiest way to keep your building consistent. Uh, all the walls are the you know the same distance. Uh, and your ceiling just kind of sits in there between them like they normally would. Now, if for some reason uh, you want to um, bash your head into a wall, for lack of a better way of saying it, and make them be taller and sit on top of the ceiling instead of on top of the wall below it, then what you can do instead, and you're really with this way trading one set of problems for another, but what you can do instead is to um, put up your ceiling, and I think... Let me let me read this directly because uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, use pillars to place the ceilings before the wall below. So uh, build your build one wall, build a pillar, uh, place the ceiling, place the wall on top of that ceiling, and then build the wall in below the ceiling. But unfortunately, with that method, it's a toss-up whether the walls below will decide to snap to the bottom of the ceiling this time or the bottom of the wall above it. So you're really just trading whether your top wall is crooked or your second wall is crooked. So uh, so the only way to really have it be consistent is to do the method where you just build the three walls and then stick the ceiling in the middle. <laughs> now, I did find out that this is not an issue with vanilla structures. Um, if you are, you know... With both of these methods, it all snapped in the same place because uh, I, I decided to go ahead and try it. Um, and regardless of whether I placed the wall first or the ceiling first or whatever, it all snapped to the same snap point. So this is something that's limited to Structures Plus having uh, slightly different and multiple snap points. Ah. Now, does it the snap points have a cycling button? Does it Q and Z? Yes, uh, so Q, um, I think, yeah, Z may do it. Uh, Q definitely cycles through, but the issue, as I as I mentioned above, is unfortunately it doesn't always snap to the point that you've chosen, even though it shows that in the hologram, which is frustrating. Yeah, I was having this frustration, and, you know, a lot, which I was venting the other week uh, about. Um, I've also noticed the, that S+, 
you know have some some other things we could you know we could do whole segments on S plus versus vanilla. But <laughs> one thing in, in particular that, that I've noticed that I sometimes actually use vanilla for instead of S plus is you can snap uh, vanilla uh, fence foundations onto ceilings, whereas the S plus doesn't ha- doesn't uh, snap onto those. So Ooh. you can kind of do some neat things when you put the fence foundations on top of ceilings because then you kind of get two snap points. So you can kind of double layer some things and get some neat. Uh, architecture and all that stuff um but can go into that t- type of thing in another episode i guess they're assuming that you don't need a fence foundation on the ceiling since there's always already a snap point to put a wall there is is what i would think from that yeah, maybe probably. all right so we are going to move on to going to move on to where were we oh Come on spotlight. spotlight here we are All right, Mod Spotlight. In the spirit of the craptastic dumpster fire that is the um, nerfing of the gliders, uh, if you run an unofficial server or you know the admin and you want to annoy them until they add this mod, hint, hint, Faloon. Like hap- that happens sometimes. Um, they, there is a mod out now, which I said, Faloon knows I called him like, this will totally mean that there's going to be a classic gliders mod. No kidding, they, that's so funny. I know. When they jacked a silver with the flying and the ner- the flyer nerf, boom, classic flyer mod. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to happen. So, and I looked, I looked, and woo, it is here. And it is made by Eru, El- Elimist, and Teriri on, um, on old Steam. And the mod ID is 13156944497. And as an additional item, Eru's classic glider skin, the glider skin as it was prior to the 278554 patch. It requires learning the standard glider to unlock, which is zero engram points, craftable in the player inventory with standard resources. Projectiles do not do three times damage to the durability of the chest pieces while this glider is attached. Pending the review, it says no added logic to translate damage from player to the higher glider, no added 10 second cooldown between glides, and no lowered glide speed by 40%. So pretty much the proverbial middle finger to wildcard saying, it play unofficial <laughs> do not play official with these pvp standards being forced upon us pv years um and get your glide on get your glide on get your glide on now i'm earworm now thank you thank you but hey so check that out it is the classic glider eru's classic glider skin so check that out and i put the link in the show notes Get your, get, your, get your glide on. Get your glide yeah, because because I definitely did notice the ten second cooldown. It is uh, stupid. When I was, yeah, when I, I was on today, you know, I'm, I'm constantly jumping and you know Me doing too. little glides and going through, and well, you can't do that anymore. Sucks. Stupid. Stupid. All right, we're gonna move on to taming pen with city. Here we go. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market, huh? Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a. Ow! Oh. Yes! That's awesome! Alright, city. What the heck was that, man? You didn't have the right gear on, did you? No! Oh, so anyway, I was curious as to what everybody wears. I know there's uh, not too many different outfits, so to speak. But uh, myself, I wear a combination of gear when I'm on Aberration. Um, and, and, And... you know, have to change into fur when you go into the really cold places, and you get, you know, you got to get in your ghillie suit when you're trying to tame a tapajara, or however it's said, or if you want to get some honey um, and to keep the bugs away, unless you get a bear. And then, you know, with the new bear thing now, it's really cool. Um, 
I'm just curious what everybody wears. I mean, you know, fans out there, whatever, send in your stuff that you uh, hunt in, that you farm in, that you sleep in, <laughs> and uh, we'll go from there. All right. I go for a mixture. I mix my stuff up. I do too. So do I. Yeah, I've, I've always been a ghillie man, and uh, so I usually, you know, always had a lot of ghillie on, and I've definitely noticed that. You know, I'll usually try to get one or two good pieces of ghillie that has a lot of uh, hyperthermal insulation, and that way, you know, it'll keep me from being a fireball uh, on the different maps while I'm wearing my other stuff. And then I put in whatever flak and riot I have for the armor bonus itself. I get my riot gear, and I upgrade that as much as I can get. And then what happens is normally you become a fireball when your riot, when you like, riot uh, is like, um, high level you'll get a big fireball so i wear like a ghillie suit stuff to like offset that so i try and wear the hands and the helmet because i could reskin the hands in the helmet to look more like to like mix with the uh, riot suit better yeah and, and i wear uh i wear the uh scuba pants a lot because it just makes my butt look so good <laughs> so i've also been wearing uh the desert gear uh you know, since we we have Ragnarok and we have access to the, to the desert stuff, uh, just because that's you know similar to the to the Gilly where it has you know you can get a lot of hyperthermal uh, to it, and I just like the the look of it as well. It it, it looks you know it looks like some pretty cool uh, gear to it. That's what I started doing too. I, I uh, started wearing my uh, desert gear on Admiration. It also helps with water, so that's pretty nice. Ah, good point. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, because I have been wearing it, and uh, the water really hasn't been that much of an issue for me. As well as, you know, it not only helps with water because it has that built-in water retention, but just because you're not a fireball, um, right. you're not going through as much water. But yeah, because uh, what you were mentioning about the higher-level riot is actually becomes more of a fireball because of the way the multipliers are. Um, since it has a negative uh, hyperthermal, uh, as it starts getting better, yep. it multiplies at negative, you know, by that's numbers, why so it becomes I have to wear bigger and bigger negative numbers, and that's why I, I, I have to wear the uh, ghillie suit helmet and and the uh, gloves so I could offset that. Anyway, I thought that was a good uh, topic to get some feedback on, and everybody here is is uh, doing uh, their own little deal. That's kind of cool. And first of all, City, your character ninety percent of the time doesn't even have pants on, so I know what you're talking I about. <laughs> other day i've been running around without pants and i felt i was honing my inner city like i because i remember that too like <laughs> i'm like i'm totally you're, pulling you're a city, city right now <laughs> my spirit city it, you know you're honing it anyway sorry yeah regulate the heat cool thing you know that's all i'm telling you i i hear you i had to run away to go to a bathroom break but um <laughs> i found that i make i've been like rocking out just cloth because i fit i'm just getting killed or um, I get my, I've been doing dangerous stuff and it seems like I always run into the dinos that's like, your gear is, it just breaks my gear the minute they look like we were taming the Valentine's Day dinosaurs. Oh my God, we haven't even said nothing about those. You know, so quick, quick shout out to the, you know, wild card on their Valentine's Day dino stuff. That was amazing. In love. But I had this Ketrosaurus down and I'm glad I only had cloth on because I'd be really pissed off. I was sitting there and I and I shot a really cool Contrasaurus and I shot the jack wagon one that was going to attack me. 
and I'm chopping it up for me and I just break all my shit and I'm like, oh my god! I was so mad! I didn't even think- I forgot! Getting back in game that it's a no-no. You do not attack a, even a, a knocked out Kentrosaurus. <laughs> so I'm cheap, so I wear cheap gear. Unless I know I need it, I just run around Lake City now, either half naked, mismatched clothes, or in cloth. Maybe it's the old city, I don't know, I don't know, but maybe cities changed. Nah, just what, you missed it, but I wear scuba pants a lot. It kind of hides the knees and still makes my butt look good. Yeah, there you go, see? Check you out. Cool. I don't know, did I, did did you guys already share your gear while I was gone? Yeah. Alright, cool. I was curious. Well, we haven't enraged. Somebody is enraged here. So we're dusting off all these old intros from season one in the very beginning. Here we go. Okay, just gotta do this one thing and I'll be done. What do you mean I can't do it? It's not letting me do it. I just want to do this one thing. Man, this still stresses me out. Who, who's the lucky dog that's enraged? <laughs> Uh, that would be Falone. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the 10-second cooldown on the glider is really, really irritating. Um, but uh, it's not so much that as it is uh, as a lot of the things that, um, you know, I really tried hard when I was writing this down to uh, not say the say it the way I said it in uh, Discord the other day, but I kind of, the very last word is, is kind of reminiscent of what I was saying. Uh, so... Things will, will change because of a PvP imbalance, and um, then it affects every server, including the um, unofficial servers. So what, it, what would be nice, in my opinion, is have a switch there. I mean, um, just put a switch in there when you change it, because who cares? When you're talking about uh, PvE, does anybody really care how fast that thing glides? I mean, that it's and that it needs a 10-second cooldown. Uh, there's other things. That the list is kind of long. But, um, you know, if you put that in there, uh, uh, leave, leave it in the INI file for the folks that didn't want to live in Winersville. You know, and the funny thing is, it's, you know, we just talked about the tribe, them changing the tribe names, and obviously that's another PvP thing being forced on everyone. That has been, when you, like, Google tribe names change and arc or whatever you'll get like two years posts from two years ago okay like this shit was just added like these gliders just came out what in december and they're all already like eh, get rid of you know what i mean they're yeah so i don't know because one i'm just getting back in the game none of us play official pvp so if any of our listeners have some feedback but from our where we're sitting in the PVE world or whatever at this point, because I haven't, I'm just getting back in game myself. I haven't gone and done the official PVP like we we try to do. Um, please let us know because we are obviously missing console players at this point coming back for season two, and we're also missing a lot of the like aberration PVP life. So we don't know, but it's still not fair that we, you know, it's broad brush. Right, you know, and back Stupid. back when we were we had uh, extension core uh, up, uh, they changed um, where you couldn't take uh, tributes and trophies across servers. You know, we had one of the whole reasons for having uh, three maps on extension core was so that it would be easier to gather the the tributes and the trophies. And so, you know, it just like killed 
the uh, one of the main reasons for having a cluster. And so um, I made the mistake of uh, getting on Twitter and saying, "Hey, you know, how about uh, putting a uh, switch or something in there to uh, allow tributes and trophies to be um, uh, carried across server again?" And the uh, barrage of uh, hate that I got for that was just unbelievable. Really? Um, yeah, wow. and I, I think it was because I didn't say, uh, clarify and say that it was it needed to be on an unofficial server. Oh. Because uh, obviously on official PvP they were having issues. Whatever that issue was, <laughs> I was totally impervious to it. All I knew was that I was on an unofficial server, How and we had you know internet. a cluster that was totally killed by that. <laughs> change uh, you know no switch no nothing i mean then well we did find a mod later to, to take care of that but geez why why have a mod right I mean, just put damn switch in there yeah and, and it's more or less you're talking about like have that option for a server owner right have that right yeah right. so being able to put just that the in same our... it'd be the same way for for this uh glider or for the uh, tributes, you know, and just allow them or don't allow a little check mark or a little equals yes or equals true or whatever. It, it just would be fine. Yeah, that like um, and here's somebody else that was on the survivorart.com just to toss it in there to, that agrees with you. It's Wagon Bomb, <laughs> Wagon Bomb on survivorart.com. You know, they have a little post in there, but they're like essentially they're allowing griefers to just spam pick you up so you can't activate the glider again because they know you already did it. So they know you can't do it again. Where that case, my rock drake <laughs> would be dead right now and all my gear would be lost, you know? Like, so I mean, it's like, I just, I guess the point where I was making, like, they spent two years to make it so that you can't change your tribe name at all, apparently, right now. But like, this is, it's only like March 1st and they're like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Eh. We're going to nerf the shit out of the gliders right now. And it's like, but, you know, as Wacken Bob points out, it's also, you they think they're fixing one thing, but now they're just making it easier for griefers to grief another way. You're always exactly. going to have, PvP is just always going to be a Well, guess pool. what? That's just what it is. Now, now you can only have 100 turrets, so. Yeah. They don't want you flying by the 100 yeah. turrets. <laughs> exactly. Okay? So, you can only like, have 100 now. Compared yeah. to, to 7,000 turrets on a server. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how they, they're just... The alphas were like, I'm so bored. Maybe yeah. take down a couple of turrets but and randomly. you'll get some action. <laughs> but no but kidding. randomly, that is a headache. Oh my god. No wonder why they're wiping these legacy servers. You got... Oh, it'd be horrible. I wouldn't even want to touch that. That'd be horrible. The randomly just makes me laugh on the inside. Yeah, the like, randomly oh, is just crazy. You got those alphas that have like 200,000 turrets. It's like, yeah. oh no, which one's turned off? Randomly. Like that, I mean, honestly, if I, like, if like, I were go them, back I'd be like, just wipe me because this is ridiculous. Like that, that's such a punishment. It's such a punishment. Oh, but... Yeah. All right. I feel you, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see what, what comes of this. Obviously nothing will affect us, you know, because there's mods and there's all this jazz and, and we're not PVP. So whatever. But I really feel for the official peeps that, that this really sucks. Sucks. We're going to move on to Dino Sutra. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You feel it. Oh, sorry. Cricket. Uh, so my big ooh, 
All right, my big tip here is uh, about the S-Bus mutator and the hitching post. Uh, it's part of what it is, but it's also more than that. Um, since, as you can tell, we're using the S-Plus mod uh, on the service that we're playing with, and it has two neat uh, additions to it. One is the hitching post, one is the mutator. The hitching post is a structure that you can put down, and uh, as dinos are close to it, you have an option on the radial that allows you to hitch, it, hitch them to it. What this does is it makes it so the dyno cannot move, um, whether it's on follow, whether it's on wander, whether it's riding, um, it just will not move. Um, so it allows you to put things on wander and um, allow them to you know, hook up or uh, uh, you know, do, their mating, do their mating dance and all that. So uh, it's a, a nice boot. feature. You can, you, know, you can put them all together and, and have them mate. Uh, if you want, you can have them mate all the time and just get the eggs because um, the S Plus has other features for automatically picking up eggs. But um, more so, the the mutator uh, it's a it's a tech uh, a tech level item, and what it allows you to do is you can send off pulses that do different things. But the main one that I use it for is it will send off a pulse that will guarantee that you get a mutation uh, on the the dinos that are born uh, under it. Um, but what this means is that I don't want my dinos to just always be you know, breeding whenever their, their cycle comes up. Um, I want to have a, a controlled breed. So uh, a little trick that I've uh, started doing recently is um, I have all, my, have all my breeding dinos on Wander, but what I do is I, I have them uh, follow me. And if they're on the hitching post, they won't move at all, but they also won't breed because uh, a Wandering dino that is on follow will not breed until you whistle to stop. So uh, what I like to do is I would just tell them all to, to go on, on follow, and then I set off the mutator, and then I whistle all stop um, key, uh, which is the U key. Um, but uh, one of the plans that I'm I'm planning on doing, I just haven't gotten around to it yet, is having my, my breeding area that's outside my normal base, because then I can just use uh, the J instead of right now. I, I tell them each individually to follow me. Um, or I use the uh, the tame groups, which um, I don't know uh, how many people actually use those. It's one of those features that came in, uh, you know, partway through the, the game's life cycle, um, and allows you to use your uh, your numpad, uh, your, your your zero through nine keys, and when you have one of those activated, it only whistles your global commands to certain subsets of creatures. It's not to everybody. Um, you can do it by individual dinosaurs, or you can uh, do it to say this entire class of dinosaurs. So you can go up to your feather lights and you can say, add all feather lights to my, my six group. And then if you hit the six on the numpad and then whistle all follow, only your feather lights will follow. Nobody else will follow. Um, so that's another way that you can, uh, you can set it up so that you tell them all to follow you um, and then have them one wander. And then when you tell them to stop, then they'll actually mate. Um, so what I've uh, been doing now also, uh, because I noticed some issues when I have them all follow me and I log off, um, they kind of get messed up sometimes, but I just put uh, some other type of rideable dino uh, in the pen with them, and I hop on him and say, everybody follow this dino, and then I leave them there. And then when uh, I'm ready to, to mate with them, I hop back on the dino and say, stop following. And then they'll start wandering around and uh, making the nice babies that we all love. That's awesome, because I, I've been using that uh, mutator, and man, I'm going through Element, and I cannot get it to cycle just right, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing wrong? So I really like that uh, you brought this up, Cricket, because I'm going to use that, uh, uh, put them all on uh, Wander and hitch them up, and then just use the follow, and then unfollow. I think that's the ticket. You're, you're right on that. Thanks. 
Yep, you're welcome. Because originally what I was doing was I was putting everything on Wander except the males and then hitting the mutator. But then I'd still have to go through if I'd have, you know, five different types of creatures. I'd have to go through and activate all those males in the time. And then, you know, it takes time for them all to, right. to, to do their right. mating sequence. And you only have, I think it's five minutes that the pulse activates. Um, and a dino just has to be conceived during that time, uh, either when the egg is laid or the... Uh, the mammal type gets pregnant. Uh, the, it doesn't have to actually be hatched or b born. It's just, you know, that conception time uh, with the mutation. Yep, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. All right, does that mean it's time for last call? Oh, I think it does. It's closing time. Pack up all those dinos and have a real world. All right, just wanted to let everybody know that you can join us in the games we play. In and out of Ark, Survival Evolved, at CrossRealmRebellion.com. And I think everybody plays a little bit of everything. So, And you can join us um, on the uh, Rated Ark RSS feed for our CrossRealm cast. But I might be finding that RSS feed a new home. So I will keep you updated. And all that jazz. Um, and thank you everybody for sticking with us and, and um, being so awesome on our return. Does anybody else have anything they want to say? Yes, I have a shout out for the uh, Cross Realm cast, which is starting up tomorrow mm -hmm. um, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, of which I am a main host. I'm so excited for that. Um, unfortunately, I will not be there for the inaugural episode <laughs> um, because a friend of mine is uh, going out of the country for right. a month for training. So, and he's having it's his a good uh, reason for you good, to miss the uh, he's very having first his, episode. Uh, uh, see you later party, I should say. Uh, That's a pretty lame reason. So for those that might not be familiar with it, what is the Cross Realm Cast? So the Cross Realm Cast is our new name for the formerly named Rated Extra. So this is the podcast where we talk about everything and everything, gaming, TV, movies, video games, you know, well, that video games twice. Yeah, uh, I meant to say books there, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got it. You nailed uh, it. Yeah, got all of it. So we talk about everything. Um, and sometimes we even throw in a little arc there as well. But if right. you are interested in more than just arc, uh, join us for that. I'm excited because I just found this new, and I was telling everybody before the show, this new podcasting uh, host, and it's through Anchor.com. And I think I'm going to load up our cross cast on that because guess what? Our listeners what? can download the Anchor app for free on Apple and Android devices, and they can leave us voice messages. Ooh. So, you, Ooh. so not only is our podcast hosted there, you can talk to us there, and you can find other podcasts there. It, it's like a win-win. So, and it's free. Ooh. So, I know, right? I'm so excited. Sounds like it's worth I out. love voice messages. I know. So, our listeners can go download Anchor, hit record in their little mobile app, send us whatever they want. You can do a lot of heavy breathing and send it to foe. <laughs> <laughs> and he will return in kind. 
<laughs> I'm so excited about this. I just found out it. I found it all about it today. So I think I might fire it up and get us a little home over there for a cross from cast. So that'll maybe, be cool. Maybe just maybe if you have something interesting to say, we can play it on the podcast. Yeah, you know, because we can add it right into the show. And I'm super excited about that. I'm really excited. So that's cool. So thank you, everybody. We went, I think we did. We didn't do too bad for, you know, hitting our time goal. I know. Well, I think every, it would have been easier, too, if we hadn't dropped out like, a gazillion like times. times. Yeah. So, but we want to say we will be here every week. So thank you and have a good one. <laughs> yep. Right on, City. Wait. wait <laughs> I thought that was appropriate. See you guys. Bye. Very appropriate. Yep. Yeah. Just like old times. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's always how Sydney always ended. Do you guys remember that? Sydney always ended the yep. show by like, see ya, bye. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedarc on Twitter. Oh. You can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in game at ratedarc.podbean.com.